Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. I'm so excited to have you with me this morning, with us this morning. Amen. Um, Pastor Linda is Good morning, good morning. (laughs) Good morning, good morning. This is a great morning. It absolutely is a great morning. Um, You know, we always stir the pot a little bit before we come on the air, and (laughs) she always starting stuff, y'all. We're grateful for our listeners in King William. We're grateful for our listeners in West Point. We're grateful for our listeners in Richmond. Uh, God, we're grateful for our listeners in Philadelphia. We're grateful to each of you for joining in. Yes, I could call you by your name. I know who you are. Amen. (laughs) All right now. All right now. I know you. I know your name. I know your name. I know your name. Um, But thank you so much for being with us um, today. Um, Today we're going to be talking a little bit about identity. Um, This has been something that we've talked about for the last few weeks. Um, And it's, It's just so needed because there are many people who are struggling with their identity, whether they are determined by what people say um, or whether they are identifying themselves based on what they do or if they're identifying themselves based on what God says or what they feel. There are so many things that have the people of God perplexed because they really don't embrace the full truth of their identity in Christ. So we're going to talk about that a little Mm -hmm. bit on today. Of course, for those listeners who are on the phone line, at any time if you have a question or a comment, please press 1 and we will bring you live into the conversation. And know that that's welcome. This is an interactive study. This is where we all come together and share as the Spirit of God leads. So please, my brothers, my sisters, if he speaks to you, We welcome you to speak to us. Amen. Pastor Linda, you want to open us up in prayer and get us started? Thank you. Hallelujah. Father God, hallelujah. We glorify you this morning. We extol you and we just lift you up, oh Lord God. We lift you up in our lives because you're already high and lifted up. So we thank you this morning that as we come before you um, together in oneness and unity and harmony, thinking on the same things, looking to you who is the author and finisher of our faith, we thank you that you're going to give us revelation knowledge. Oh, God, you said to get knowledge, but get understanding. So give us the understanding that you desire us to have as we move forward in you. We thank you and praise you this day. Amen. Amen. Apostle, you did it. You did it when you say, (laughs) I I could call you by name. Honey, come on now. (laughs) <laughs> when you say, I know who you are over there, and you start calling out the different places, because you knew where mm-hmm. they were, because you knew yes, their ma'am. names. Oh, yes, come on. Ma'am. Just go ahead, take it. I hear it in yes, your voice. Ma'am. No, 
share with Linda, you know, even even before we got started about the challenge we have with identity. And and the one thing that I said to her is we have to know who we are in him. And we talked about it how when the word tells us that he knows he knows our name. Mm-hmm. He knows us. He he knew us before he put us in our mother's womb. He knows the very hairs that are on our head. He knows us by name. And yeah, the same way that I can look at these phone numbers because I can identify every phone number that's on here. I know every caller on this line right now. Every one of you I could hit your button and call you by your name. Because you have a relationship with them. Because I have a relationship with you. I got digits on you. I know who you are. And because we have the Father's DNA, y'all got to understand that he knows who we are. He didn't make a mistake on what he said concerning our lives. He just wants us to be prepared to move in his identity for us and not get caught up in man's plans. Amen. And you said DNA. So what we what we're really talking about when we talk about identity, we are talking about the spiritual DNA that we received when we became new creations in Christ, when we were regenerated, when we were reconciled with him. Because before mm-hmm. we accepted Christ, and a lot of times we don't want to believe this and say this about ourselves, but we were members and citizens of the kingdom of darkness. Now, who rules the kingdom of darkness? Satan himself. So before we accepted Christ, we were citizens. We weren't children of light. We were children of darkness. So once we accepted Christ, then we became children of light. We became a part of the kingdom of God. Then we started doing things and learning how to do things God's way. Those things are because that's why we, we took on a new identity. Okay, so we we were taken out of one household where they did things one way, and we were put in another household. Now, when I lived with my mom and dad, and I had the name of Fox, I did it the way mama and daddy said it. Well, also now, when I married, I married Johnny Brown. I did it the way Johnny Brown says it. So you have to remember that we are now married to the the bridegroom. We are we are we are brides. We the church is the bride of Christ. That means we have His name now. We have a new identity. That's the real me. That's the real us. We have a spirit, a new spiritual DNA. Go ahead, Apostle. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's that's powerful. That's powerful just to um, think about it. And we know uh, the parable about the bride, the bride, the bride, about being prepared. And, you know, when we look in the natural, um, you know, the preparation that a bride takes in preparing for her wedding day, mm-hmm. um, the extensive time, you know, some take a year and a half or more to prepare for a moment. Yeah, to prepare for a moment. And so mm-hmm. when we consider that, as we are preparing to acknowledge the truth of our identity, what type of preparation are you doing? Mm. Preparation are you doing to be able to, with assurance, accept the identity in Christ? Because a lot of us have religious mindset, 
and we think that our identity is going to church, our identity is serving on Sunday, our it's that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. It's so much bigger than that. Our identity is being the ambassador in the kingdom and allowing your light to shine wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are. And in preparing for that, um, the, these these brides had to make sure that they had oil in their lamp. Do you have oil in your lamp? Are you ready when it comes? Are you ready uh, ready to be seen and ready to shine forth and what God has called you to? Or are you still in a place where you're wondering, well, maybe I can or maybe I should. Well, I'm not sure. Well, they said this and they said that, and I feel some kind of way. Stop allowing your past decisions. Stop allowing circumstances to haunt you from moving in what God says you are. Because that's Pastor Linda said. When we when we received Jesus as Lord and Savior of our lives, we took on a new identity. That was not something that had to be negotiated. That was a done deal. Wow, wow, Apostle. You know when you when you said that, it made me think some more about darkness and light, or what we did prior to coming into the kingdom. And you talked about being religious and religiosity. And sometimes we bring some things with us and we try to work that thing into what God wants to do in us. Like when we move into the kingdom and we need to be operating in kingdom principles, we haven't um, allowed our mind, as in Romans 12, 1 and 2, to be transformed and not have on um the world's mind, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So that means some things we need to let go of or try mm-hmm. to understand that it's a different way of doing it, but we want to hold on to it because it made sense. Well, I tell you, in the kingdom of God, sometimes the way God tells us to operate may not make sense because mm-hmm. the world said that to hate your enemies and do to them before yeah. They do unto you, but the kingdom yeah. said to love your enemies. Love your enemies, and yeah, and and to love your neighbors as yourself. So, so that don't make sense, right? Man is against you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so we have to understand. Okay, my identity is changed. I just need to really maybe change some way, the way I I perceive things and the way I do it. I mean, even and, and even you, you're. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. But 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 that's key. We have to change, and that's why it's important that as as kingdom citizens, that we always have a teachable spirit, because yes. that, as the spirit of God continues to reveal truth to us, we have to be willing to dismiss and even unlearn things that we learned what, many years ago, and we held on to it, like you said. But, but, but he said, no, no, no. Every day we've got to operate in that, Lord, transfer, transform me by the renewing of my mind. Allow me to accept the truth. Allow me to accept what you reveal. Allow me to accept, because some of you have been pouring in earth. Lord have mercy. Some of New wine and old skins. Come on, sis. He showed me dirty oil and a lamp. And then you were wondering why your light was so bright, because that was used oil, and it, it, had, it, had, it had junk in it. 
It had junk in it, oh, yeah. so it couldn't get to the wick. He's in the, and so your light was go. shining as bright. He said, because you got junk in there that you didn't allow it to filter through. When the Spirit of God was speaking to you about what he wanted to do now, he's not talking about what he did last week, last year, 10 years ago. He's not talking about that moment when you first got to know him, because that relationship for most of us was based on what somebody else taught us based on what they understood. They didn't read the Word. They didn't have a relationship. They weren't relied on the Holy Ghost, they only relied on what somebody else told them. But he said, in this hour, in this hour, because you're spending time with him, because you're a student of his word, because you're spending time in prayer, now what he's revealing to you is, like you said, sis, new wine. Mm-hmm. New wine that mm-hmm. he wants to pour into you. Now he's giving you fresh oil. So yes. that now you can illuminate in the darkest of times because his power is with because you recognize the truth about who you are in him. Mm. And you said it says what he's saying in this hour is not going to always be conventional. People are not going to always accept it. People are not going to always like it. That's something that we talked about in the roar about mm-hmm. how sometimes our circumstances will not define us. And what God tells us to do, it will not always be conventional. But my sisters and brothers, we can't allow that to stop us from moving in what God wants to do in our lives. It cannot stop us from accepting our identity in Christ. Amen. All right. I'm a... <laughs> no, that's good. And you know, who can make that decision for us? Except us. Except us. Yeah. Except us. You know, Christ has already done everything that needs to be done for us. The work of the cross accomplished that, and he's made it available to us. I mean, even when we want understanding and wisdom, all we need to do is ask. Ask. So who's DNA? Who's DNA? Is in you. No, I'm not going to ask you whose DNA is in you because I know the answer to that. Wait, right, you know. <laughs> what DNA are you believing? Because yeah. the enemy says that DNA is do not accept. And, and and somebody on the line, all of us on the line are saying, I know who I am. I know I'm a child of God. That's all we're mm-hmm. saying. Don't mm-hmm. identify yourself with what you do as much as who you are, when you affirm who you are, then you, out of that who you are, that's when you begin to do what you do. You'll see the evidence that um, that is a child of God, no matter what vocational work we do. They will, Mm -hmm. even the world may not understand the characteristics of what a Christian is, but they'll look at you and they say, well, you know, there's something different about her. Mm-hmm. And if that's all they say and that's all they know, that's fine, too. Amen. Because you've still done what you do because it's something different. She talks different. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. else, when we're, when we're in the conference room and, and we're in meetings, they're using these other words, these bomb words. A person never used these bomb words yet. They get their point across very well. Yes. And they have this calmness about them. And and they're mm. identifying you differently. And we want to be different. 
Yes. We don't want to look like everybody else, even as another Christian, side by side. You're not going to look like that person, even sometime in what you do. But what you give off, the, the anointing that you give off, the presence of the Christ in you oh my God. that you oh my exude, God. that's what they oh are going God. to feel and see. Go ahead. You got it. Oh, my God. No, when you said that, how are we not going to look alike? I think about those times when it's um, the usher's anniversary or the choir's anniversary, <laughs> and everybody got on the same dress, and everybody oh, got yes. on the same uniform, and all the men got on the same suit. But I don't care whether everybody got on the same thing or not. It's how you wear it. You're going to put on an accessory that's not like the one that's beside you, and you're going to sway a little different in your dress because your heels a little bit different than the one that's standing beside you. So I don't care if we got on the same dress. I don't care if we got on the same color. You don't wear yours the way I wear mine. Right. And God is not expecting Amen. you to wear yours the way I wear mine. He wants us to be our authentic selves. Yeah. He wants us to be transparent. He wants us to be, oh, my God, oh, my God. And when he told me about the DNA, when we were talking about that, he said the enemy goes about stealing, uh, desiring to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants us to not accept. Do not accept. That's what DNA. What the enemy is saying is do not accept what God says. Do not accept. But the Father is saying you, this is not anything you have to accept or not. This is who you are in me. Right. It's That's a done deal. It's done. Yes, because once a person fathers a child, they can't go back and take that DNA away from them. Right, and you can claim all the, all you want. That ain't my baby. That that's not my baby. Okay. okay. You know, and what they're gonna say? All right, let's check the DNA. Let's check the DNA. Cause the DNA gonna tell the truth. You don't want us you to want to do a Maury Povich on you, right? Come on now, come on now. <laughs> because if Who we check your, your DNA, we gonna say you are a child of God. <laughs> you are a child of God. There is no mistake. You are a child of God. That's who you are. That's who you are. And, Apostle, when you were talking about um, everybody wearing the same thing and looking alike, and you were saying, but it was going to be a little something different, because every joint supplies. When you're putting something together, every piece is not just alike. It's cut a little differently so it can fit in with the other piece. Yes, ma'am. So together we, every joint is supplying. God is giving you a piece and giving me a piece and giving that person a piece. And one is not any greater than the other. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Well, well, well. And that's why, you know, I know I laugh laugh at people when, they say, you know, when you and Pastor Linda get together, man, y'all just be flowing. Y'all just be having fun. And I said, yeah, because we know who we are. Yeah. We don't compete. We nope. celebrate each other. We celebrate mm-hmm. each other. We push each other to be better than what we were the day before. We know who we are, and we understand in this hour that God is requiring more, that the Holy Spirit is even revealing more. He's revealing more truth about who we are to us every day. And so, look, Mm -hmm. y'all, oh, my God, I don't know who said it, but I think it was Ivy who said yesterday about how we can't slumber and sleep. The Spirit of God told me this morning that this was a season of birthing purpose. 
Mm. He said, don't abort what the Father has given you. Look, if you know who you are in him, this is not a season for you to sleep. This is a season for you to understand who you are in him and start birthing purpose. It's time mm-hmm. for you to start operating in everything that God says about you and not what man thinks about you. It's time. It's time for to us to embrace because the Spirit of God is speaking something fresh to you every day. If you have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying, if you're spending time in the Word, when you read that Word tomorrow, it's going to say something different to you than what you read today. Why? Because God is still revealing himself. He's still doing mm-hmm. a good thing, a great thing, a new thing in us. And it's up to us to embrace what it is that he's saying and doing. And my brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, God wants us. We are in him. We are identified in him, and he wants us to be prepared to do the work that he's called us to do. Uh, Amen. Ooh, this is, this is a question that's a mouthful right wrote, now. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Somebody's yeah, sitting yeah, like with yeah. their mouth wide open like, me? Yes, you. <laughs> yes, you. Yes, you. Yes, you. Yes, you. This is something I wrote even in the book says, Ready to Roar. I wrote the question. Has Holy Spirit been speaking to you, giving you instruction about your purpose that seemed unconventional, and you didn't respond appropriately? I'm going to ask you this. Has Holy Spirit been speaking to you, giving you instructions about your purpose that seemed unconventional, and you didn't respond appropriately? If you didn't respond appropriately, is it because you question your identity in him? Is it because you think you're not qualified? Is it because you think you're not chosen for that task? Is what what's going on? Because you are identified in Christ. Come on. Another one, he said, has fear of rejection played a role in you conforming to the thing that's usual, the conventional oh, wow. way of doing things? He said, come on. You can't let fear stifle you in this hour. What he's oh, wow. doing in and through you is not conventional. So don't Thanks. allow fear to play a role in you accepting the truth of who you are in him. We have a caller mm. on the line. Amen. Good morning, Apostle. Good morning, Pastor. Can you Good hear morning. me? Yes. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I was trying to get in earlier, but Coco and I are walking and everybody's cutting their grass. But I just wanted to say, I was thinking... When you were talking about people looking, I mean, having on the same thing or looking different, and David came to mind when he put on Saul's um, oh, come on. Mm-hmm, armor. Yeah, and yeah, armor. it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. fit it for, wasn't him. for him. He couldn't yes. get the job yes. done that God yes. wanted him to do because that wasn't what he was supposed to wear. Right. And so the thing, but those two smooth stones were enough for him. That yes. was all. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so Hallelujah. it made him different from Saul. But it didn't make him any less the victor. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because he put his trust in God, and and and, and that's the that's the key. We we take on the identity. Thank you, Pastor Tori. We take on the identity, but we put our trust in God. He said. He told Goliath, "You come with me. Come at me with a javelin and a sword. Mm. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord." Yeah, he lifted up the he lifted up God, and that was his that was his battle axe. Weapon. That was his yes, Jehovah Nissi. Yes. <laughs> that was yes. his fighter, with and and he had what he had the slingshot and the stones, but he said, "I come to you in the name of the Lord." 
Amen. Amen. Because that's Amen. my identity. That's who I am. Yes. That's yes. who's going to fight for me. That's who's going to provide for me. Wow. I'm sorry, Pastor Tori. <laughs> that's good stuff. Thank you, Pastor Tori. You got something else? Amen. <laughs> that's good. David. That's why and, and, and the no. story she's telling us is David. So David was yes. going to go out and fight a giant. We have giants in our life, and I have giants, yes. but I'm not going to come to my giant with the weapons that apostle used. Only one that on, we're going to use on. is the I'm going to use it the word, the of, word God. of God. Come on. But me yes. dressing up like her and fixing my hair like her and putting on the same clothing that she wear is not going to bring the anointing that I need to deal with the things in my life. But when she Come speaks on. the Come word on. to me and she gives me the word to use in that situation, when she gives me the rhema word to use in that situation, that's what that's my weapon of yes. warfare. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Woo, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. If there are other callers who have a question or comment, something you want to share, again, press one, and we'll certainly bring you live. Um, wow, this, this man, my workbook is speaking to me this morning, sis. My workbook is speaking, the workbook is speaking to me my this morning. I, I just picked it up because when we, and this is another question I wrote about not being conventional. It says, are you bold enough to embrace your truth and release your roar, even if wow. it's unconventional? And if so, what strategy will you implement to get it done? So I, so oh. this is saying this, you know who, you say you know who you are. You say you know who you are, mm-hmm. but are you bold enough to walk it out? Come on now. Are you bold enough so, to walk it out? So, Apostle, ahead, when you say conventional, yes. talk to us what, yes, what do you yes. mean. Give us some instances when you, when you say it's not going to be conventional. What are you meaning? So conventional. Conventional says in some churches women aren't preachers. Conventional okay. says that women are just missionaries. Conventional says um, you're not a pastor. Conventional says, no, you're not an apostle. Oh, conventional says you be quiet. Conventional says the only you can't word go in the God pulpit. acknowledges is, is yeah. yeah, you can't go in the pulpit. Conventional says for some people um, the only time you can please God is when you're in the church. That's conventional. Unconventional says no. I know who I am, and I understand the spheres of influence in the kingdom of God. And whether I'm in the marketplace, whether I'm in the government, whether I'm doing arts and entertainment, whether I'm in education, whether I'm at home, whether I am actually working in the church, I know Amen. who I am, and I know what God has called me to do. And I'm going to do it the way he says, because he is king of king and lords of most. And I'm not going to allow myself to be put in a box according to man's opinion of what they think I should do. So what I'm doing is going to seem unconventional to some, but it's because they don't understand the truth of what I understand about myself. Amen. See, Amen. I know who I am. I know who I am. I wear that on a T-shirt often. I know who I am. I know that God has empowered me to empower others. It's not that I think I'm bigger or better than anybody else, but I know that the journey that God has taken me on, the things that he has brought me through, are to instill in me a power and an anointing to see, to hear, and to do. I understand that he placed me here to be more than a mouthpiece, but he placed me here to be one to aid others in, in activating what he put on the inside of him. I know what I know who I am in him, and nobody can take that away from me. I am what people. 
Christ. It's not Amen. a I know who my father was. I know Richard Boyd was my daddy. I know Barbara was my mother. But I thank God for my heavenly father, that before he even allowed the two of them to come together and for me to be a seed in Barbara's womb, he had already called me to be a prophet to the nations. He had already anointed me to be an apostle in these last days. He had already done that work, and so I walk in that because my identity is in him. Wow, that's good. And, yeah, it's it don't look like what everybody thinks it's supposed to look like. It don't sound like what everybody thinks it's supposed to sound like. But I have to do it the way he gave it to me. And since that's why you do what you do, and that's why sometimes you feel like, oh, God, I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough. Yeah, because sometimes, sis, as much as you know the word and you do the work, sometimes you think about that conventional. And God said, Linda, even for you, it's unconventional how he's going to use you. Hmm. I received that. Amen. 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 So are you telling me get out of the box? Get out of the boat? Get out the box. Get out the box. Get out the boat. Get get, get out the building. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Hey, Whatever yeah, it yeah. takes. Get out and embrace your identity in him. I Amen. tell people all the time, you know, what God placed in us, he expects a return on his investment. That's right. When, That's right. When you when you when you put money in stock market, when you buy stocks and all that stuff, you expect the return. You don't expect them to come back and say, oh, "You lost. You lost. We lost all your money." You don't want the broker to come back and say, "We lost all your money." Huh. And when we look at Jesus as the broker, he went to the cross. He went to the cross. He paid the price so that you got a return. Everything. That return mm-hmm. is everlasting life in Him. Come on, that's good. Life that's abundant in Him. And God is saying, if I love my son Jesus so much so that I gave him up for you, can you please know who you are in me and begin to do what I placed you in the earth to do? Can you be bold enough and bad enough to do that? Because, you know, back in the day, some of us were bold, and we were bad. And we'd be that one that when somebody say something, we'd be like, I know you're not talking to me. I know you're not coming for me. Some of, some of us was bold, and we were bad. But God said, can you be bold and bad in me? Can you be my witness in the earth and don't take down because somebody is saying they don't like what you're doing? Don't take down because somebody is not agreeing with what you're doing and how you're doing it, but you stand true to what God says? Mm. Oh, Apostle, when you talked about a return on the investment, that that just speaks about the, the parable. Um, when he gave them the talent, he gave them one, one yes. ten, yes. and yes. gave one you know, five and one. Five and when he came one. back, yes, one man had buried yes. the one he had because he and didn't yes. do anything with it. When when the, when the owner came back, he expected a return on return. the talent of what he had given that yes, person. Ma'am. So you saying Christ yes, is expecting the return on us he's because expecting. he's already provided for the investment. Everything. Oh Everything. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything, mm, everything that we need to fulfill the assignment that God has given us is already in you. And it started when He gave us His DNA, when He changed our identity and called us by name. Called us by name. Oh wow, that's good. Mm. When He called us by name, and everybody that's on the line this morning. You know he knows your name. You have a relationship with him. You know him. Mm-hmm. 
You know him. Everybody on this line this morning, you know him. Everybody on the line. I didn't even check in the chat room. Everybody on the line, he knows your name. He knows what he's placed on the inside of you. Mm. He knows where you're supposed to serve. He knows the people that are waiting for you to get out of the box, to get out of the boat, to get out of the building. He knows. He even knows those moments when you feel limited. Mm, 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 mm. He knows those moments when you felt fear. He said, "Uh, uh, 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 uh. your identity is in me, sweetie. Mm -hmm. Don't look to the left or right. Stay focused. Stay focused. Yes, the way to me is narrow. It is. But look, come on, I need you to stay the path. I need you to stay the path. I need you to trust mm. me. I need you to keep moving forward in me. Uh, 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 Tell Satan, get behind you. We're not doing that anymore. We are being identified in Christ. We are fulfilling purpose. We are, we are, we are his extension. Mm-hmm. And he desires, Ooh. especially in this hour, he's expecting to see manifestations out of your life. Because of what he's placed on the inside of you. No more excuses. Oh, my God. I just finished helping one of my sisters. She just released a new book, No More Excuses. She said it's time to stop giving the excuses, and it's time for us to execute. God is saying mm-hmm. it's time for you all to execute according to what he's placed on the inside of you. It's time for you to know the truth about who you are and start working it out. Yes, 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 God. Yes, Father. No, everybody is not going to understand. It's not going to always be comfortable. It's not going to always be conventional. But you have to know the truth about who you are, and you still have to push. You still have to push. You have to know that you are who God says you are. You have to know that you, oh, my God. Whew. You have yeah. to know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to know it. And, and, it, know it. it comes down to trusting him. And, yeah. and, and that yeah. trusting is just being obedient to what he says. Just Yeah, that's it. Just obey him. How hard is it? I talked about that one day this week about how I, I think that the topic of that that um, that morning thing was watch the signs, and and Holy mm. Spirit said it's crazy because we'll follow street signs. Well, the speed limit is seventy. Well, look, Pastor Linda don't follow that one. Um, it's just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> within range. If they say, you know, slow down because it's a curvy road, we slow down. If the stoplight is is red, we stop. You know, if they say yield, we yield. If they say slow down at the railroad crossing, we slow down and we look for the railroad. We pay more attention to the signs that municipalities put out for us than we pay attention to the signs the Holy Spirit gives us. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's good. That's good, Apostle. something he'll say ah don't go that way oh don't have that conversation no don't make that phone call no don't don't go to that church i know they called you i know they said they want you to come but don't go there uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. that's not me that's not i don't do that don't and what we do no i want to be seen i want to be heard i'm gonna go go and mm-hmm. get yourself jacked all the way up hear me hear the spirit of god mm-hmm Hear the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to what the Spirit of God is saying. 
Pay attention to those signs because those signs and your obedience to those signs, that will speak to who your daddy is for real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your identity is seen through your obedience. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. 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 I know y'all, some of y'all shaking your heads going, good Lord Jesus. Press one, I know. If you got a question or a comment, come on in the room. Come on in the room. Come on in yeah, the room. Yeah, come on. We got about on. eight minutes left. Come on in the room. Press one and come on in the room. Wow. 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 In, and wow. when we sit at the marriage supper of the Lamb, and we talk, that's over in Revelation. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the Jewish custom, um, when a young man wanted a bride, the father would go to the father of the bride. Mm-hmm. And... Then he would go back and prepare a place for her. Do we see the bride? Uh, we see uh, Christ in the church because he said, uh-huh, "I'm going to uh-huh. prepare a place for you, and I'm prepare coming back to get you." you. Well, we yeah, we yeah, yeah. we are betrothed to to Christ, and in yeah. the in the Jewish custom, when you were betrothed, it was just like we call it an engagement, and you know we we'll break it yes, off any time. Yes, but yes. that was just like being married because Mary was betrothed to Joseph. And he said, yeah. I'm going to put her away quietly. Remember, he wanted to until the angel mm-hmm. came. Mm-hmm. He was betrothed to her, okay, because he was preparing a place for him to marry her and bring her back. My God. Christ has gone to prepare a place for us, but he left us here to do the work. Apostle, you said it. We are preparing ourselves because he's coming back for a bride without a spot. Without yes, a wrinkle. So we are in yes. preparation time. Yes, yes. And we find yes. ourselves faithful. Who wants to come yes. back for a bride that hasn't been faithful? Come on. Come on. So he's coming back to get us, and we're all going to be seated at the marriage supper mm. of the Lamb. We've seen mm. these these mm. um, pictures um, of it on the wall with the long table and everything set up table. so beautifully, yes. Yes. and Christ yes. at the at the head of the table. Come on. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Paul. Y'all, he he's just he's just waiting. He's just waiting for us to just say, mm-hmm. "Okay, God, I know, I know who yes. I am. I know that my identity is in you." I know mm-hmm. that he's he's just wanting you to confess that God. I know that sometimes fear that that false evidence that appeared real was present. But God, what I'm going to do now? I'm going to face everything and rise to the occasion. I'm going to mm-hmm. acknowledge the truth of who I am in you. I'm going to accept that you've called me, and I'm not just talking about you called me to be a preacher. You called me to be a pastor. I'm not talking about Mm-mm. that. God, I'm accepting the fact that I am a witness, that I'm a minister of reconciliation in the earth. I am an ambassador mm-hmm. of the kingdom of God. And because yeah. I am an ambassador, God, that you take care of me. Ambassadors mm-hmm. are taken care of. Our debts are settled by God. Ways mm-hmm. are made for you. You are royalty in him. God, I'm accepting all of that today. I'm no longer going to live my life in a low level. God, I'm going to level up. I'm going to embrace the truth. I'm going to walk it out. When people see me, they're going to be like, girl, what happened? You can tell them, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. And I know whose I am. My identity will no longer be lost because of what you think of me, because my identity is in Christ. 
Amen. Amen. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I got a picture of that, Amen. you know. Yeah. People Amen. walking in whom Amen. they are with their head yes. up, not head hung down. Uh-uh, shoulders <sighs> back, head high. Yes. Making an impact in the kingdom. That's what God wants for us in this hour, y'all, according to God's plan. And the only way that's going to happen is if we understand that our identity is in him. Yes. And we don't have to question uh, when that purpose comes forth, who that baby daddy? We know who the baby daddy is. <laughs> we don't have to yeah. question. God placed that in us. We birthed it according to his will, plan, and purpose for our lives. Because we so are today, his. I pray. We are his. I pray that this dialogue has been as good for you all as it has been for me. And you too. And me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Y'all, we gotta we gotta walk this out. We gotta know for certain who we are. And we gotta be mm-hmm. about the business, y'all. We gotta be about the business. God has so much in store for us. But he gotta trust that as we're on this journey, when things are not going the way we anticipated that we're not going to cower down and step back and go back behind the door and be like, oh, Lord, I didn't know this was going to happen, and, oh, God, I didn't know it was going to go this way. It doesn't matter. We don't always have to know what his plan is and how it's going to play out. All he wants is for us to still remain faithful, steadfast in that, be like a tree planted by the river of waters, and not be moved. I don't care what comes. Why? Because he's not going to go anywhere. He's not going to change his mind. He's going to still be God. Mm-hmm. Your daddy. He's still your daddy. I don't care what comes. He's still your daddy. Yeah. He's still your daddy. He's still your daddy. Amen. Amen. Anything you got in closing, Pastor Linda? Amen. You know, I just was one thing real quick that when you were talking about that, you know how sometimes when you said I could call you all by name, and that's still mm-hmm. resonating with me. And if you ever um, someone you were doing something, maybe you shouldn't, and somebody call you and you jump, you know how the children uh-huh. do, you know. Uh-huh. So when 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 he calls your name, what are we? How what is our response? How are we responding? Amen. How Amen. will we respond when he call my name? Are we going to jump like, oh, I'm doing something wrong, or I, or are we going to turn very? Quietly and look at him and smile, knowing that when he calls my name, yes, hallelujah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, You know, I come to the garden alone while the dew is on the roses, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me that I am his own. Amen. 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 Listeners, thank you, thank you, thank Thank you so much for being with us today. Pastor Linda, thank you again for sharing, as always. Listeners, thank I pray you. that you have truly been empowered by this word. We will be back next week with another Seeking Truth. I don't know what the Spirit of God is going to give us, but we'll be right back here. We invite you to join us, to join in this conversation. If this has been a blessing and you're on social media, please consider sharing this link so that others may receive this truth as well. Amen. Shalom. Amen. We certainly hope that you were empowered by that awesome message and that word of inspiration. To learn more about Empowered to Empower Others, we ask that you visit 
the Empowerment Place Ministries website at www.theempowermentplace.org. Thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, as you are empowered, take the responsibility to empower someone else.